You are listening to The Therapy Guy, talking about all things mental health, informing and supporting you when you need it most. Contact us for more information or with any comments, and please leave a review if you enjoy what you hear. Thanks for listening. Hi, and welcome back to The Therapy Guy. My name's Alan, and today I'm going to be talking to you about things that can crush your confidence and how to rewire your brain to think differently about them. Now, this has come from one of my fantastic colleagues. His name's Mark Jeffrey, and he's one of my therapists that work with me at my practice. So, are you suffering from anxiety and panic attacks? Do you understand how debilitating that these can be? How our confidence can be destroyed as a result of them? Are you struggling to change this? The simple answer to some of these questions is, although you may be feeling this way, although you may be experiencing this anxiety, you can change. Anything that you've learnt, you can unlearn. So, um, we're going to give you some ways that might help you to rewire your brain and rebuild that confidence once again. So, has your confidence gone missing lately? In your brain, you have different sections, and there's one called the limbic system. And specifically, there's an area called the amygdala. This is the part of the brain that helps to keep us safe. It's responsible for your fight or flight reaction. All it really wants to do is keep us safe and protect us. Keep us out of harm's way. And basically, that's all it's doing 24 hours a day. And sometimes it works perfectly. Other times, it's way off base, which then has this ability to keep us locked inside our so-called comfort zone. Now, this keeps us away from all our natural abilities to be uh, brilliant in what we do, that under normal circumstances, we naturally have. This will make us see the world differently and not how we would really like to see it. So it fills us with that self-doubt about our abilities and can stop us from expanding our careers, asking for that pay rise, climbing that mountain, asking that person out for a drink. So we're missing out on our true calling in life because we're just so afraid to take a risk and we're stuck in that comfort zone. It is responsible for killing our confidence. It is that voice, you know the one, the one that whispers in your ear and makes you believe that you, you're stuck and you're not able to move, move forward. You lose control, you lose confidence in those moments as it whispers all those doubts. Left unchecked, it will run you ragged and leave you filled with regret, killing your confidence and naturally impacting your success in life. Now, before we get to the bits that we should help, you should know there are plenty of books out there on the market that can help you in different ways, teach you about fantastic techniques to help you rebuilding your confidence to a level that you're happy with. But as with anything, as what I've always said before, if a certain book or a podcast or an exercise class, whatever it is, a therapist, if they don't work for you, then try a different one. Try something new. Try not to give up after that first attempt. So, 
the habit of discontent. This is nothing that is ever feeling quite right. Something always seems to be going wrong. Anybody recognise this? I feel that we all do at some point in our lives. You end up being weighed down by what seems to be a constant state of dissatisfaction and discontent. This leads to us complaining and moaning about how you can't do X, Y and Z. And eventually, a little voice in our head will have us believing it. This habit of discontent can easily lead you to avoiding and looking for signs of creating the environment that you need to sort of fail, really. Those negative thoughts and habits keep your body in a constant state of stress, which releases different chemicals, one of them called chemical uh, cortisol. And this sends it running through your veins. And over time, this constant state of disease can lead to disease and illness in a host of different ways. Yes, it really can make you ill when we think this way. So what can you do? Look for the good things that are also going on in your life right now. And then focus your thoughts on them just as much. We know that this isn't easy, but believe me, they will be there. Even if it's the smallest thing, this will help lift your mood. Why not try adopting an attitude of gratitude? This is far more powerful than any negative force. And moving forward will help you balance your life out. Now, positive thoughts enable us to create a cascade of different emotions, which creates a release of different chemicals in your brain, sort of like dopamine, serotonin, endorphins. All of these things have been proven to have positive mental health effects and boost your immune system and overall, they can make you feel good again. But it can be hard for a lot of people. So start small. Start looking for the person that says thank you. Start looking for the person that does help you out. We get focused on all those other people. We might focus on the person that cuts us up in the traffic jam or slams a door in our face. Think about it. When someone doesn't say thank you to you, we focus on that. Why not focus on the people who do say thank you, who do open the door for us or let us out of returning just as well? We can also get caught up in the what-ifs. This is where we tend to latch on to a negative idea and then you concentrate on a negative thought pattern. You play out all the worst possible case scenarios in your mind of whatever could go wrong and this effect and that effect, leaving you with the what-ifs and the should-haves. I should have done this. What if this goes wrong, etc., etc. These feelings will never solve anything. Because unfortunately, we cannot take back that time. And if we're projecting what if will go wrong in the future, we don't know for any certainty what's going to happen. It just fuels our bad feelings and make us feel a lot worse. What you can do, instead of expecting the things to happen, try playing the what if game with yourself. Sounds a bit strange, but it's extremely effective. Focus on the good things that can happen and then highlight what that can lead to. And as you start to sort of balance things out, so if you say, what if this goes wrong? What if it goes right? What if you don't get the job? Well, what if I do? 
you can then start to create a more balanced and rational approach to your thinking. Toxic environments, they have a big effect on us. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people, as well as toxic environments in various places in your life, it's important that to understand that are having a major impact on how you see yourself and the world around you. What you feel, what is or what isn't possible will be affected by this energy that you're picking up with these people and that situation. Now it can be hugely detrimental to yourself, both emotionally, physically, and how you think and feel will have an impact on how your attitude to your life is which in turn can change how effectively your body functions or doesn't function for that matter. What can you do? Well, you can notice and recognise who or what is bringing you down or lifting you up in your day-to-day life. It may be time to purge some not-so-healthy people from your life or at least downgrade the amount of time you spend with them so they don't impact on your well-being in the same way. Although this is difficult, sometimes it's essential. You can surround yourself with visual reminders of things that lift you up and make you smile. It doesn't have to be big things. It can be somewhere where you want to go on a holiday, somewhere you've been on a holiday. A picture of a person you love and cherish and who respects you. These visual clues can have a common effect and can bring your body back to the more relaxed and healthy sort of state. Now, purging these people, changing them from your life, is, isn't easy. Doing things like on social media, you can restrict the people that are constantly moaning or constantly having an effect on you. If you look at them and you think, oh, yes, there's, there's something internal, I don't really want to be reading this, why are you? Just unfollow them. You don't have to unfriend them, you don't have to upset people. Just look about what you feel and how you can change that. Another aspect we do is we focus on our failures. Failure, though, is how we learn. When we constantly focus on what we're doing wrong, it can pull you down tremendously fast. It can lead you into a pit so deep that makes you feel like you're wading through quicksand. and It can be hard to get out of leading to some deeply rooted self-doubt and a belief in your abilities that you're unable to do the things that you want to do. What can you do? Knowing and understanding that we can learn from our mistakes. It is how we've created who we are. There's been lots of people in history have made mistakes. Everybody does. More importantly, we need to encourage ourselves to move on from them. If you think about it, when we learned to walk, we didn't just fall over and then give up. We got up and we tried again. We learned to talk by making mistakes, by changing. Apply that learning, looking back on what went wrong and dwelling on on it will only serve to allow it to go wrong again. Recognising what the fault was gives you the knowledge of what not to do again. And it'll help you to discover what to do differently in the future. And you can start to imagine it in your mind. For example, if you go to an interview, you make a mistake. You can then sort of say, okay, I made a mistake there. 
next time I'm in an interview, I'm going to say this. I'm going to do it that way. I'm going to do it differently. Every time you do this, you will gain a small win. And this all makes a big difference. Be sure that when you take the time to celebrate those small wins, take the time to recognise what you can do next time, it will help you to release those happy chemicals, those good chemicals into our brain that make us feel good and encourages you to move forward in the right way. And lastly, this feeling, this overall feeling that we all get that you're not good enough. This highly popular but limiting belief is probably the number one reason at the root of so many of our fears and dysfunctions. When you're telling yourself regularly, I am not something, I'm not lovable enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not capable or talented enough, I'm not good enough for this person, etc. Then you're creating and breeding the environment for all those negative pathways in your brain. And each time you think that there is a threat, this familiar pathway in your brain will get activated, keeping you hidden in your comfort zone, holding you back, and to turn in successfully crushing your confidence and your ability to do great things. What can you do? Well, you can get a positive mantra phrase such as, I am good enough, I can do this. And you keep repeating this and have variations of it to keep it positive and you'll start to believe. Think about uh, an Olympian stood on the start line. He, they're, not, they're not stood there thinking, I'm not going to win this, I'm not going to do this. They're talking positively to themselves. They're still feeling anxious, nervous, but they're using that nervous energy in the right way. The more you tell yourself you are good enough, the more you will start to believe it. The brain loves repetition. And with this repetition, you'll start to rewire a new positive pathway in your mind, which becomes the go-to pathway in times when you do start to feel stressed and you do need it. Ultimately, helping you feel more confident in yourself and helping you to ultimately conquer your fears as you take more risks and expand what's possible in your life, both personally and professionally. Now, this process can help raise your energy and your outlook, your mood. All these things will help produce a more confident, outgoing, believable, lovable you. If you're finding that your confidence is being taken away from yourself and maybe even causing you some stress and anxiety, sleepless nights and health and issues like depression or anxiety, then it's time to start rewiring, rewiring your brain and obtain that confidence that you need. Take this opportunity. Don't get me wrong, it's not going to be easy. But in saying that, it's easier than you think. It's only scary when you're afraid of it. It's only scary when you haven't done something. The things that you're looking for are there waiting for you. So success is available to you. Love is available to you. Your health is available to you. Everything you want is there. Whatever you want, you can create. Whatever action you want to take, you can achieve it. 
if you just start believing in yourself and start taking small steps. And if it all gets too much, don't be afraid to go and talk to a professional. These people are trained to help guide you through whatever it is that you're going through. It can feel like you're walking through a minefield at times. They can help you navigate that. You can tell these people whatever you want in total confidence. I'd like to thank you for just listening to this. I hope it's helped. And if you want to speak to anybody, you've got any feedback for ourselves, or you'd like any help or guidance from myself or Mark, please don't hesitate to get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. But for today, I'm just signing off as the Terribly Guy, and see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Therapy Guy. Don't forget to tune in next week and please leave us a review if you enjoyed our podcast. Horizon Counselling for all your mental health and well-being needs. Contact us today for the support you need. Find us at horizonplymouth.co.uk.